Hey, coffee lovers. Are you ready to take your love for coffee to a whole new level? Then get ready to brew up some excitement with our sponsor, Life Boost Coffee. Life Boost isn't your average cup of joe. It's a coffee experience like no other. Grown in the lush, high-altitude mountains of Nicaragua, these premium single-origin beans are nurtured by local farmers who pour their heart and soul into every harvest. And because of that, Life Boost Coffee is fair trade certified, meaning each purchase empowers these hardworking farmers with fair wages and sustainable livelihoods. Life Boost Coffee is 100% organic, free from harmful pesticides or chemicals, so you can indulge in each sip knowing you're treating yourself to a coffee that's not only delicious, but also good for your well-being. Right now, B and I know we are in the heart of summer. It is hot, it is humid, and what a better way to complement all of that tropical island feel than with a delicious cup of coffee. We are doing the toasted coconut right now, and it is fantastic. I really like toasted coconut, 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 <laughs> toasted coconut, and toasted marshmallow the s'more one are the two my two favorites um sometimes we'll have the toasted coconut in december and i pretend like i'm in hawaii like straight up melika mickey mucka obviously i speak hawaiian goodbye i'm leaving anyway you can save yourself 30 percent by using our code unmasked and you too can have your own little island getaway right in the comfort of your own kitchen that's u-n-m-a-s-k-e-d to save yourself 30 percent Hey, you. Yeah, you listening to this podcast. First of all, thank you. <laughs> I've got something seriously cool to tell you about. Are you ready for the most zen experience of your life? Get ready to dive into the world of sensory deprivation with our awesome sponsor, A Place to Float. Okay, picture this. You step into a cozy high-tech chamber and suddenly it's like the world just disappears. No sounds, no distractions, just you and your thoughts. And that sometimes can be scary, but trust me, it's amazing. You're floating effortlessly in warm water with a touch of soothing Epsom salt. It's like you're floating on a cloud or sometimes I pretend like I'm floating in space, but like that's what I do. So you're feeling stressed out? Need a break from the daily grind? These sensory deprivation chambers are the ultimate escape from reality. You'll come out feeling like you just had a long vacation on a tropical island minus the sunburn and the credit card debt. And this isn't just some fancy spa experience for the rich and famous. It's for everyone. A Place to Float has different chamber styles to match your vibe, from cozy pods to spacious cabins. They've got you covered. Seriously, if you've never tried this, you're missing out big time. It's like hitting the reset button on your brain. You'll be surprised at how rejuvenated and centered you feel after just one session. So... What are you waiting for? Check out a place to float. And you know what? Let them know we sent you by dropping the code unmasked to save yourself 20%. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save yourself 20% on your first float. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. I feel like everybody knows me, just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, kick, 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 kick. Right. 
um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. All right. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. BS with BS. Numero nueve. We had, to, we had to go back and check out how many we had because I'm lost track of how many bullshit conversations we've had. Literal bullshit conversations. Like, I really want to give our listeners like content that is useful to them. So I have a couple of questions for you today, but most of this is just going to be absolute complete bullshit. So, well, I feel like there's going to be some good content as far as like useful things go, like. I mean, we gotta let the people know about our ice cream extravaganza that we had today, <laughs> and and why they should not go to Gordon's milkshakes on Mass Ave. Okay, let's. It seems like so we just got done with this, so I feel like we're coming in a little hot and off the presses because we just got home from riding our bikes, and the original plan was to go get regular like scoop ice cream from Liftoff because Liftoff never fails; they're amazing always. Fucking fire. But I wanted to veer off the path a little bit and decided to go and try out some milkshakes at Gordon's Milkshakes because it's right down on Mass Ave. So we did. We looked at their menu. It looked pretty good. We went and got a s'more milkshake and we waited how long? Oh, it was like 25 minutes. That that wasn't their fault. They were just really busy, and they yeah. had like three people working, and it's a process to make those Sundays and milkshakes. Yes, and had our milkshake actually been good, I would have been like worth the wait, amazing, amazing. This was literal garbage. Yeah. Well, okay, it's not literal. No, it was because I fucking threw it in the garbage, and I said, I'm not eating this. Yeah, we ate half of it, and that was about it. The thing is... The base is like soft serve, and it was like soft serve that you would get at like McDonald's. It's no, no, no. Do not slander the good clown. I don't even like clowns. I don't even like McDonald's, but I know their ice cream is actually good. I really like the vanilla ice cream at McDonald's. I, I, I am, am. This, no. This was like, okay. This is like that episode when Bob's Burgers got a soft serve machine and decided to do ice cream and I just feel like that ice cream is not going to be up to par. It felt like watered down ice cream slush and it was so disgusting that I straight up I took I think I took three bites and I was like I'm not eating any more of that. Yeah it was pretty sad but uh was it licks or something like that inside yes. of inside So of the I said no I said I'm not eating this and we're going somewhere else and you were like but it's okay. And I'm like, I was pissed. I was like, no, it's not. We just spent like, what, $12 on a milkshake? I said, fuck this. So I threw it away. We ate the charred marshmallows and the graham cracker and some of the chocolate chips because those were like fine, salvageable. Yeah, you can't can't really fuck that up. <laughs> so I said, no, we're not doing this. I said, if I'm going to eat something that is like not quote unquote beneficial to my like regimen of whatever I'm my goals and this kind of veering off my goal path which is fine it's not food that I can't have I'm allowed to have food but this is just basically like a treat that I don't ever I don't let myself have very often right and I'm like if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it fucking right and this milkshake ain't cutting it we're going to licks across the street and so we hopped on our bikes and we rode over there and they did not disappoint. No, that place, the customer service here is great anyways, 
we waited about uh, two minutes, including we had four people ahead of us. We had yep. like two whole minutes. Yep. And we had ice cream within those two minutes. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Yeah. I got the pride flavor, which is like milk and honey mm-hmm. and a waffle cone. Yeah. And some of your proceeds actually go to the LGBT youth, which is awesome. Yep. And I got their vegan chocolate s'more, which was fucking fire. It tasted like, um, uh, like Abuelita's hot chocolate because it had like cinnamon yeah, in it that's what and from. marshmallows. Yeah, it was so good. And I just had a scoop, and I was like, "This was worth." Like, I think altogether, our night out was like a little over twenty dollars worth every. Fu- like the fuck the milkshakes, I would have a hundred percent paid twenty dollars for that ice cream yeah. that I got at. Uh, I mean, you know, we we tried the milkshake place and realized that it sucks, and we can say we tried it and we'll just never go back. So yeah. the end. I will not, and and that makes me sad because it looked so much fun, and and the milkshakes when they come out, they look really cool. It just was not up to heart, and I was yeah. very sad. And I never liked that. I yeah. never complained like, like that. But Steak and Shake makes a better milkshake, I think. Hell yes, they and, do. Uh, Fuck yes, they do. Not that I mean, I mean, really, Steak and Shake's actually got a pretty good milkshake. Do you? Okay, I have a question for you. This is oh, a God. weird question because. I do this, and it's literally, it used to be one of my favorite things. I genuinely do have not eaten french fries, and I don't even remember when. But do you dip your french fries in your shake? Yeah, I've done that before. Oh, my God. It's so uh, good. Like, when I used to go to Wendy's, you dip yep. it in your Frosty. Say it again. Dude, when my mom showed me that, she was like, you dip your, try dipping your french fries in your milkshake or in your Frosty. And I was like, that's fucking disgusting, you dumb bitch. No, I'm just, I didn't say that. <laughs> you smack her. You're like, what the fuck? The no she's like try it and i was like that's gross and she's like just try it and i was like i'm pretty sure that like i heard angels singing that day yeah that shit was it was good. so good um something i heard that was really weird was because we were talking about watermelon or something at work because we had our pitch in are you gonna say this bullshit about watermelon and mustard yeah dude i've tried it it's not my vibe what the fuck is that when i was little i used to eat peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches peanut butter mayonnaise yeah because i was a fat fuck but also it was really good and i kind of tried it the other day i was like is this really as good as i remember it was i just like hitting puberty harder than i thought and no it was all right it wasn't terrible it's like peanut butter and bologna sandwiches didn't elvis eat that so me and me and my cousin adam used to do we would take peanut butter sandwiches and put them in the grilled cheese sandwich maker. No, that's fucking fire. Yeah. No, that's serious. But you gotta good. be you gotta be real careful though, because if you bite into it, it squirts and pitch in the hand. It's like lava. Next time we ever have uncrustables in the house, I want to try putting it in like a waffle maker. Can we do it in the air fryer? Yes. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Can we go to the store right now? And just, <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but like think about the things that you could dip in it um like chocolate yeah we could make the uncrustable in ice cream what That's, shut up what the fuck you know uncrustables actually came out like a grilled cheese uncrustable oh really yeah interesting i, I had i so for i'm surprised kid, they haven't done pizza before like a pizza pocket like hot pockets Maybe they, maybe they have. I know they had the grilled cheese, and it was pretty fucking fire. I would eat like a box a day of Uncrustables. A box a day keeps the doctor away. Uh, well, if I kept at it, I definitely would have been at the doctor because it was very <laughs> bad for <laughs> Lunchables and Uncrustables. Anything with Abel at the end of it. Abel. 
Lunchable, Uncrustable. Lunchables were fucking disgust. I didn't like Lunchables because they genuinely didn't fill me up. I was like, you want me to eat this fucking cheese and cracker sandwich and then be like, that was a delicious well, lunch. Well, I did the pizzas all the time. And I, put I didn't the do them pizzas. People eat them cold. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, you get the pizza swirls. Had a little like nacho cheese packet. I don't. Oh man, I was into that hard. I did not eat those. I ate the shit out of them. Mm. That was a big problem though. I'd also eat like a whole thing of Oreos at a time, and I'd be mad when my mom got me regular Oreos. I'm like, mom, get the reduced fat one. She'd be like, it doesn't matter if you eat the whole thing. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, mom, I'm gonna eat the whole thing regardless. At least make them a little bit less fat. I really wish there would have been. I wish I could have saw that actual exchange because your mom was probably just like, this fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, basically, I mean, I was just laying on the couch. I had the portable phone next to the couch. So I went to get up. You sound like fucking um, grandma's boy or whatever when he's like, no, Napoleon Dynamite. And he's like, mom, get the tots. <laughs> Did yeah. you get my fucking tots? Yeah, it was kind of that. the way it was. It was... It's- Lunchables, Uncrustables. Did you ever get the... Did you, I didn't... I hated it when the Lunchables didn't come with candy. Like, I was always like, the fuck? When yeah. did we get cheap on Because the, the kid size, mini size Nestle's Crunch or whatever, that always hit. Yeah. It was great. It was so good. Was so, anyway, we ate. I promise. We are not just going to sit here and talk about food. What I do want to talk about especially with you is like I know all of our friends from crew fit are out fighting right now and it like brings me so much anxiety to watch my friends fight think about them fighting just like fighting in general it brings me so much anxiety but I still do it what like how do you watch fights without like being anxious watch well it's I think when I'm there it's a little bit worse like How so? Because I'm, I'm getting ready to watch it unfold. I think part of today is because I didn't catch everything live. I kind of caught it after the fact. So I'm like, oh, this has already happened. So I can't do or, I mean, I can't do or say anything anyways not being there. But I think partly if I'm there, at least I, maybe I feel like I have a voice. I don't know. Like Especially when I'm in the – if I'm in somebody's corner, or like more when like it's mostly when you're fighting and I'm like nervous – you know, just because you're my boo and you're getting ready to fight. <laughs> you know? Like everybody else, like I, I still do a little bit, but like, I don't know. I mean, I, I always cheer on teammates and stuff like that and get behind people regardless. Um, so I don't know. It doesn't make me jump through the roof, like with anxiety whenever people are getting ready Is to fight. Is there anything that does make you jump through the roof? Because I am, I've been with you for, um, tomorrow will be six years. And I'm just kind of trying to figure out like what actually makes you like you're you nervous um i mean fighting does make me a little bit nervous because it is a little bit terrifying to be like well i'm gonna get in a cage with this person they're gonna lock the door behind me and we're gonna beat the shit out of each other for 15 minutes or so and you know or potentially depending on how far it goes and so it's a little bit nerve wracking, but you can't show that either. So you just have to walk into the cage and have a smile on your face and <laughs> put on a show because you're at the end of the day you're you're a martial artist, but you're also an entertainer. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I got the level head 
truthfully. I think for the most part, I think I get most of my shit from my grandfather talking about him. Uh, you know, he was uh, in the hospital like a month ago because he had pneumonia and like severe dehydration. And I was talking to him and he's just like telling me like all the work that he does around the house. Like he's 82 and retired. And of course he's like in the sun all day doing the garden, mowing the lawn, all doing this other garden. shit. Yeah. Is that a new dance craze? The garden? Doing the garden, yo. <laughs> plant the seeds. Plant plant the seeds. Um, you know, and he's telling me, he goes, well, I did this, this, and this from, from X amount of time. It ended up being like five hours or some shit. And then he said, I went inside, took a two-hour break, and came back out and worked for another three hours. I go, Grandpa, that's an eight-hour day. Oh, yeah, well... Grandma tells me to slow down. I said, okay. And in the same breath, she tells me, go do this, go do that. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Cracks me the fuck up. So my grandfather's a workhorse, and he's 82. And I'm like, dude. But he's still got, like, all his fucking wits. And, uh, yeah, I think he, I think he's who I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, that's a great role model. He's yeah. great. Yeah. He's great. But he's he's funny, just talking about everything and. All the stuff he's still doing for all his kids and <laughs> and his wife and everything he's still doing. I'm like, dude, you're you're crazy. And then I'm yeah. like, oh shit, that's me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think I've I see myself so much in my dad in the idea of like he likes to start. He doesn't ever sit still. Like he has to constantly be doing something. And whether that's like working on this or working on that, or he's just always working on something. And I feel that deep in my bones. Like I'm, I just can't sit still. It's hard. I can read sometimes. Um, I'm reading a really good book right now, but like other than that, it's like, I just want to always be doing something. So, yeah, which is problematic because everyone's like, Oh my God, did you watch this? Did you watch this? And I'm like, no, because I can't. Yeah. But did you watch this? Did you watch that? Like, is that a problem? It is because I think, too, is, like, I like to be able to connect with people. And it becomes really hard if you're not, like, linked very closely into pop culture to connect with other people over things that, like, bring out, like, I don't know. Sometimes it can be isolating. I mean, yeah, I get it. But also, I don't know. I just, uh, not that there's anything wrong with watching, like, a, a binging a Netflix Netflix. A what? Netflix. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> uh, binging like a Netflix show or something like that. But like so many people just, that's what they do when they get home is they go, well, I got home, took a shower, made dinner, and sat in front of the TV for four hours and went to bed. Yeah, I mean, that's that's okay. And, I would love that life. Well, every once in a while, it's fine. But like, you know, some people do that every day. Yeah, but I go to the gym every day, and that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot, but you know, I don't know. It's healthier than sitting in front of the TV for four hours a day every day. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like saying that because it feels judgy. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to judge people. I mean, you know, some people, it's, they're really busy, and like, they get an hour to watch TV, and that's their downtime where, which is fine. Like, I, I just, some people, I feel like, take that to the extreme, though, and that's all they do. When they could do other things. Okay, so if you were not able, if you were not allowed to go to the gym every single day, you could go to like Muay Thai, 
on like Monday and Wednesday and then jujitsu on Tuesday and Thursday, but you weren't allowed to go to the gym for Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. What would you do instead? I'd probably be doing a lot of house projects and other stuff like that. I probably I think I think if I couldn't train as much as I do because that's what takes most of my time up. So when I do get free time, I do want to sit down and just do nothing sometimes because I'm so active all the time. Right. I think I would probably do a lot more housework though, like house projects and things like that and like I would probably be a little more adamant to uh get the shed built or um maybe uh I don't know, I'd probably do more yard work and be out in the backyard more. Especially in the summertime, I'd be outside doing more of the yard work stuff. Like, I think we got backyard projects we're still doing. And I would also probably be paying more attention to stuff and be like, oh, this needs to be done. And I have more ideas because I'm out staring and looking at it more often than I do now. So what you're telling me is that, like, you're like, if I had more time, I would just go stand in the backyard with my coffee cup and go, hmm. Yeah, you just dad harder. <laughs> it would be like a field of dreams. <laughs> you would just stare into a field and then get talked to by a ghost and then be like, I have to build this fucking baseball. I don't, I've never watched the movie. I would be building something. <laughs> Definitely. That doesn't sound like, that's not the, the, I don't think that's like the idea of field of dreams. Listen, I would dad the shit out of everything. Yes, you would. You'd be like, whoa, who's his dad? And I'd be like, this dad, <laughs> this dad is ready. This dad is fired up. You'd be like, are those white new balances? And I'm like, you're right, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm getting ready to mow this fucking lawn. <laughs> I think I would definitely create more things. I would make more dresses. I would probably dance more. I definitely would dance more. I yeah. think I really want to start dancing at Indanza Studio or whatever. I just been too chicken to go in, but yeah, I would probably, I'd probably do more shit with the podcast too, because part of our idea was we wanted to build like a studio and things like that too, you know. So, I you know I might be a little more in depth with coming up with I you know things to talk about, or maybe more guests or something like that, because we have so many things we do, you know. It's just training takes up most of the time, so it's like you know. If you look at the pie chart, it's like 75% training. You know, I had the DOGs would go on more WALKs, I yep. think. Yeah. Except in the winter because fuck that. Oh, the winter sucks. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think. But does the, does the not the gym every day include hikes and camping? No, because that's like not that? the gym. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. like, basically, like, I would say. Whatever it is that you would do if you were not bogged down with this is something that you should start to do more of. Yeah. Because I, I think it becomes, for me specifically, it's really hard to, like, talk to people who don't just go to the gym all the time. Like, for, it's really hard to have a conversation with someone just about, what do you do? Oh, I work out. And, like, sparks fly if they also, like, do what we do. But it's not often that I get that, you know. And then I hear these people, I hear like people doing awesome things. Like one of one of my coworkers went to like Missouri, you know, and went fishing for their birthday. And I'm like, that's so cool. That's so fun. And like where they were looked 
beautiful. And I would just want to see so much more of the world than I think I'm allowing myself to see. Than Iowa. Than than (laughs) Iowa, yes. Than just going to Iowa. Yeah. So that's something that I thought of the other day. But. Yeah, I hear you. I, uh. I'm excited about my hiking backpack I just bought. It's going to be in the mail tomorrow. It's in the mail now. Yeah, it should be here tomorrow. It'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm going to put things in it like dogs and pizza. You're going to put a dog in there? He's going to hike with me. What What dog of ours is going to fit into your backpack that is not Willow? Um, Penny will fit. No, she won't. No, she will not. <laughs> don't <laughs> she will not fit uh, try again nope Mm-mm, not do not eye honey bear well are you getting another dog because we're not no no okay. plan on getting another dog okay we got a full house right now we got a complete full house i'm danny including, tanner <laughs> i was gonna say including danny tanner i am danny tanner yeah exactly r.i.p bob saget <laughs> he died yeah rough Years i do kind of remember i must have yeah. trauma blocked yeah, it was sad. It was America's dad. That's rough. Okay, so you have questions for me? Yes, I do. Slay. Okay. Question one. <laughs> I have a question for you. Are you ready? Yes. Which member of the Backstreet Boys had lizard-like makeup for the music video Everybody Backstreet's Back? AJ. Wow. I hate how much you know about pop culture in the 90s. <laughs> Get away from me. If you were going to ask my favorite, I was going to say Brian. I didn't ask your favorite. But when you said that, I said AJ because I knew it was AJ. I'm leaving this podcast. Everybody. Stop it immediately. <laughs> Actually, I was going to, like, who is your favorite fighter? I think I've asked you this before. Favorite fighter? Mm-hmm. Like, Give me UFC. In the UFC, yes, it does. They don't have to be now, but they have at least fought once. So not current. It could be anybody, but UFC specifically. Yes. Shit, because like I mean, I have like a lot that I like really like. Um. Shit, that's hard because I really like. Uh, I, well, Mighty Mouse is one now, but he's fought in the UFC. Brandon Moreno is also another one. Uh. Habib, GSP. What do you like so much about Mighty Mouse? He is very versatile. He knows he can do everything well. And he's also just like a phenom. Like he's fun to watch. But he puts everything together really well. Same thing with Brandon Moreno. I think they both do everything pretty and well. And Brandon Moreno is my son and I'm going to adopt him. He's, and he loves Legos. He loves and Legos I and want Funko Pops. To, I just want to um, have him be in our family. Habib, he's just the man. Um at GSP, he does everything well. He also strikes me as a human who is a genuinely good person. Yeah, I think he is. Um I mean he's Canadian. Yeah. So um Valentina Zuchenko, she's good everywhere. Um, Nunes is good everywhere. Uh, I have so many that I like. You know, Sophie, as far as like current roster, I mean, the current roster, retired, there's just so many that I'm like, that I really enjoy to watch or that I enjoyed watching. Um, well, I bring it up because we watched Amanda Nunes 
30 for 30 the other day, and it was right. I don't think she had retired it's, when she, she had not retired no, yet. No, it wasn't a 30 I, for 30. It was a. Uh, oh, it was the. It was on Fight Pass. Anyway, I watched live her last fight, and I walked out of Twin Geeks before I watched her retire. But when I watched her retire, I was crying and sobbing. And it was literally not like me being sad about it. I was so happy. I mean, Nunez is the reason we are together. Truly. I mean, the so when I watched her fight, I saw her fighting or recap of her fight at the YMCA. And at that point in my life, my goal was to just be skinny and pretty. And I think I saw her and I was like, it was as if light bulbs clicked on in my head like I don't want to just be this I don't want to be quote unquote like pretty I just want to be her like I want to be strong and I want to be fierce and I want to feel invincible and she looked so cool like it was so cool to watch this girl like beat down people and just be revered by everyone not just girls but like guys thought she was such a badass and I wanted that so badly and so I was able to watch her fight and watch her fight and that was when I was like I think that's when I told Adam I was like I kind of want to do like fighting and he was like I think I know a guy and I was like uh no and then (laughs) and then he sent me a picture of you and your hot arms and they were all tatted and I was like all right we'll talk it's fine (laughs) so but but like I really wanted to do that and I don't think I would have there wasn't another woman in the UFC at the time that I looked at and was like wow they are so cool and so like Nunez watching her almost from the beginning but not quite and just being able to watch her career go and go and go and just watch her awesome family and just ugh, you kind of so many emotions you kind of started watching from like the beginning of her title reign yes yes which was pretty long because she had two titles but she fought all the way back in strike force yeah that's true yeah but i mean if you're thinking about it what the fuck is gonna be on the ymca yeah. In the middle of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be her title stuff. It's going to be recaps of that. Yeah. Because they just play ESPN. This is sure, like, yeah. the only channel they live on, apparently. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, I kept watching and I was like, holy shit. That is, that's so cool. I just want, I think too deep down, it's like I want guys to be afraid of me in a way that they won't ever fucking cat call me again. Like, don't ever cat call me again. Sure. Which is a weird, like, whole nother topic we could veer off on but like I think being small and just wanting to be like that like don't fuck with me kind of vibe was all I really wanted and I was like okay and now I'm here and no one will fuck with me and I'm like but I just want someone to (laughs) be my friend yeah no I just it's I mean it's everyone People are intimidated because I have my head shaved, and it's not. It's literally because my hair is just so ridiculous. But sometimes. the head shave is pretty cool. I I'm like sorry, it. it's I fine. think it's dope. Thanks, babe. 
But yeah, I mean, so watching Nunez put her gloves down and watch, like, her reasoning is so grounded. And she's like, like, I did this. I want to spend time with my family. She's about to have another baby. Like, you know, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, she, I feel like she did the right thing, too. She retired on top, both titles. They're getting rid of the featherweight position or um, title. Because literally everybody that they made that division for Cyborg, and then she goes in and beats Cyborg. Dude, and that that day when I watched her beat Cyborg, I'm pretty sure I cried. I was so happy. Yeah. Well, everybody that uh, they brought to fight Cyborg was all 135ers or was moving up to 45. So like they're all outsized. But like Cyborg literally can't make. She like struggled to make 40. Yeah. So like, I think she cut some like 70 or something crazy, just because she's just a big strong girl so um so yeah i mean yeah, it was s- really what did you how did you feel with with nunez like you like what her retiring yeah i think she did the right thing what does that mean though well i think she did the right thing for her and her family and she left on top she didn't burn out like some of these fighters that some okay so some of the fighters stick around too long because a they can't afford to quit or they just love it so much, but they're getting, you know, touched and falling asleep. Like Cowboy? Oh, well, he wasn't... I think he fought a little too long, but he wasn't like... I mean, so, Cowboy's MO was he'll fight anywhere, anytime. <laughs> like, I mean, I fucking respect the hustle. Well, that's like, the thing. God like damn. Cowboy had like... <laughs> I forget how many records that man had, but he had like some of the most knockouts because he he was a spectacle to watch in his prime and everything else. But it, 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 you get to the point where he was just getting older and had a lot of miles on him because there was times he fought five times in a year, which is insane. Fighting three times in a year, if you think about a six-week camp, that's 18 weeks total for three fights in a year. You know, so it's like, that's insane. That's, that's a, There's 52 weeks in a year, so. Yeah, but you think about 18 weeks of that, you're in camp, spread out. You have to take some time for your body to rest. You, if you just go straight into a camp, right after a camp, you know, it's. So he, he, he took like five fights in a year before, and that's, that's, just, that's a lot. So figure, is it 52 weeks in a year? So what is that? That's 30 weeks of camp in a 52-week period if he fights five times yeah that's like giving yourself like two weeks in between three weeks in between yes that's insane that's a lot that's it, so and it's hard. not just the training it's the weight cuts it's the head trauma all that stuff that you take in camp yeah because even if you don't get fucking knocked out you're still getting punched mm-hmm. in the head and your brain still needs to so, be able to but cowboy like much love for that dude he's cool he does a lot of really cool shit though. Like he's like a, like he did like caving, and like no, thank you. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> um, he's always doing like, uh, like, um, um, not uh, what's the jet, the snow skiing or whatever, the snow, uh, snowmobiles, snowmobiles. Yeah, snow skiing. <laughs> he does like snowmobile shit and like, yeah, he's cool. He does a lot of really cool stuff, but he does a lot of like dangerous things outside of fighting. So it's just like he sounds like an adrenaline junkie. He kind of is. Uh, I listened to him a couple times on Rogan and him talk about the caving and stuff like that, where he almost died, 
And I'm like, bro, terrifying. But yeah, he likes a lot of stuff, you know. But uh, but yeah, like, Cowboy is somebody who, like, I feel like I'm glad he got out before he got too much damage, but he probably could have got out sooner. But also, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, when do, when do you quit, you know? Or how do you know when to quit, you know? Yeah. I mean, you got to have the right people telling you, bro, you need to take your foot off the gas and do something else. Like, this yeah, is not but good for you. you... Even if the right people tell you, even if I tell you, yeah, you would never, you wouldn't do it unless it's you. It's like it's the way that everything goes. You you don't quit for other people. You don't start for other people. You start because you want to start. You quit because you want to quit. And if you just never want to quit, I guess you're gonna fucking die then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's true. Um, because you're not always gonna listen to everybody else, and I get that. Um, not when you have that unitchable itch like i think when you get somebody like you or you know people who are just like man i can't think of anything other than fighting you know you just don't want to stop and then especially because you've wrapped your whole life around fighting that what are you like your whole persona is being a fighter so then now what the thought of quitting is so scary because now all of a sudden it's like you have to rebuild yourself which is why to me it's so important to be a well-rounded person so that i never have to think oh shit now what do i do you know like the whole like mechanic thing right now stresses me out because i'm like i just spent what a 10 years eight years thinking like ever since tooth of crime which was like seven years ago i was like hey i think i really want to do this mechanic thing and like start a mechanic shop and now all of a sudden i'm doing it i'm like wow that's a lot of work i don't know if i want to do that and that scared the shit out of me to like say oh I don't think I want to do this anymore or maybe it's not for me when I've had I have like a logo I have a fucking like name of my shop I have all of this stuff and now I have to be like uh, what are people gonna think of me like what am I gonna think of myself so I can't imagine what that must feel like if you have your entire persona wrapped up as a fighter and now all of a sudden you're not that like yeah a lot of I mean a lot of the because you know how many how many Conor McGregor's are there? You know, they just, want, there's just the one. Yeah, actually. you know, well, you know, but how many? How many people go out and actually make? Oh my God, could you imagine if you were actually named Conor McGregor and people are like, "You're Conor McGregor," and you look nothing like it, and you'd have to constantly be, be like, "No, no," uh, they're like, "Oh, you're Conor McGregor." I'm oh. actually Conor McGregor, the computer tech. <laughs> that would suck. Um, okay, sorry. But no, like, so like, but, but how many people are like him that go out and make millions of dollars and literally go to fights and yachts, you know, and stuff like that? Whereas your average fighter that makes 12,000, 12,000, you know, and they fight three times a year, you know, if they win or lose, 12,000, 12,000 is not a lot. Is that, are you saying 12,000 to fight, 12,000 to win? Yes. And if you win, what is that, like 24 times 3? That's not. Well, it's 72,000. But 20% goes off the top to your coaches, management, all that stuff. And then that's not taxed. And if you have any medical expenses because the UFC does not give you health insurance in between camps and things like that, you're an independent contractor. So 72,000. Tax free. 
no taxes taken out. So at the end of the year, you pay X amount in taxes. Yeah. And then you, like I said, 20% right off the top to pay your coaches and everything else. And and then any medical expenses, any other expenses you have, becomes like $50,000, you know. So, and that's if you win every time. Yeah. But if you don't win, that becomes 36000 20% off the top. 36000 is nothing. Do you... Never mind. I answered my own question in my head. Okay. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So, so, so those guys that are like, you know, if you make it to that level, honestly, anybody at the professional level right now I mean, is pretty good. If you, especially if you make it to UFC, Bellator, 1FC, PFL, all those organizations, those big-time organizations, you are at the top of the fucking line. But let's just say you, you were, you're a mid-tier fighter. You were never main card. You were never championship fighter or whatever. Well, what do you do when you finally decide to retire? Well, you probably coach. So you either work for somebody or you open a school. Or you go work a factory gig and you just talk about how you used to do it. Which is really hard. Because, man, I used to be this thing and now I'm picking orders for Amazon. Yeah. So. Because, I mean, especially because I don't know if this is how it is in the UFC, but like I know a lot of times um, professional football players go back and are like, hey, I know you probably were drafted when straight out of high school or whatever, but we really need you to go to college because as much as football is going to be your passion and your love forever, it's not going to be your job forever. So I've heard, I can't remember who the football player was, but he basically like started going back and training football players how to invest their money wisely so that when they got out, they had a retirement instead of just like blowing it on all of these like huge houses and like, like buying that. houses for their moms. And I thought that was really cool mm. because, you know, no one, it also is hard because you have agents who are telling you, you know, hey, do this gig, do this gig, or whatever, and you have agents handling how much money is bring, bring, being brought in, but those agents are not there to to look out for your future. Oh, no, they don't give a fuck. So I think that becomes really problematic, and then you have everyone else who is trying to tell you what to do with your money when, you know, you're what? 20 like fuck if you were giving me millions of dollars at 20 i would not know what the fuck to do with it oh yeah i'd have bought a bunch of dumb shit no absolutely and that's that's why those guys go broke is because right. they go out and they buy a ferrari every other weekend or some right. shit to my pro like and it's so hard like at 20 you think you know everything and so of course you're gonna be like i don't need to fucking invest my money blah 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 you know and Old people are trying to tell you, bro, you need to. And so it's yeah. really interesting to like, I don't know. Because it's, it's, it's not sexy to put your money in a in a, in a a treasury account Ugh, or a high I yield savings. I think that savings. is sexy as fuck. Are you kidding me? Well. You tell me you got a high yield savings, dr panties drop. Bro, you've got, you're getting 4% interest in <laughs> your money. What Let the fuck? <laughs> you're telling me in 10 years you're going to have more money? Just let it sit there? Hot. I need to take a break. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, because that's smart, though. It's not fun, though. 
to go out. You know, yeah, what, but what's, they're, they're what's, not saying yeah. you have to do everything. You know, you can have a sure. little bit of fun. But I just I feel so bad because I I genuinely understand the idea of like it's very tempting to be you know picked drafted right out of college right out of whatever and you know think that that's going to be the you feel invincible you feel like you could do this forever and then you hit 30 you hit 28 and you're like oh shit my body isn't or or you just get like a a torn acl or something that takes you out for a season yeah and then the next thing you know you're cut and they're not looking at you or giving a shit yeah, because you're hurt and you can't do yeah. what they want you to do. Yeah, that breaks yeah. my heart. Yeah, it sucks ass. Ugh. It's it's a it's a hard it's a hard thing to do, and and especially if you've devoted your entire life to it, and you know that's why I don't know. Like I I've already thought like I, I'm not. You know, right now I feel good, but I don't know how much longer I can do it. You know, so I, I've already thought like, well, I think we're definitely going to hike more like when I'm yeah. not doing that. Well, and that's like, what I brought and, up and, to you. Yeah. And then the, I think I think podcasting, I probably put a more and more effort into because we have the time. And um, I think it, it, it I, even um, I think Rogan was talking to somebody, one of the fighters about it. It's like, bro, start a podcast, do some other things because you need to have something else you can do. Yeah. You need to, to put your time into. Yeah. Because you can't do it forever. You know, and that's why I really like, um, um, like Daniel Cormier and Ugh. DC. Love Daniel. Don't even, don't even get me started. I have like the biggest he's, unnecessary crush on DC. His smile lights up a room. I love him. He's the best. He's so wonderful. Um, but like Daniel Cormier, Dominic Cruz, Paul Felder. Dominic Cruz is still fighting, but Paul Felder retired, and they're all doing commentary. And they're getting paid for commentary just to watch fights and be literally have the best seats in the fucking house and just call fights. Yeah. And it's some of the best shit because you have legit fighters talking about what's going on. Do you think, like, sometimes though for me I would be like, I don't think I could even, like, watch and call. I think I'd be excited, but I also, part of me would be just, it would hurt. It would hurt to do. Well, some of that too, like so. So Rogan talked about when Brendan Schaub used to fight, and he had to call his fights because Brendan Schaub is a comedian now. But Brendan Schaub was one of his really good friends. So especially when he gets starched and he had to call that fight, it kind of it did kind of hurt him. I mean, just like being like, I want to do that. I I miss doing that. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, but I think also at some point, you know, so I I love fighting and I love the grind and putting my nose down and just going for shit that's exciting and that not everybody else in this world can or wants to do. It's really cool. But also, it's really nice to say, I can have that ice cream because I don't have to worry about making weight ever. You know, not that I'm indulging in ice cream every day or chips and queso every day. Or don't tacos. lie. Don't lie to our listeners. The fuck you aren't. You're like, <laughs> not every day. But you know, it's like when you're in when you're in a camp, you can't have any of that, and and you're worried about every little pound and every little thing. So when you can go, I ate a little bit too much that day. I'll just be good the next couple of days, and it'll be fine, or whatever. Um, but it's not as deep as like. When you're in camp and you go, shit, I can't even look at ice cream right now or else I'm going to gain weight and then I'm going to I'm gonna miss weight and I'm going to miss part of my purse and this, that, and the other, you know. So, like, there is some 
there is some nice stuff where it comes. So basically, you're saying like you won't miss the pressure of having to like be diligent in everything. Yeah, that that is it's it's kind of a nice like load off your shoulders. Yeah. So, I think you know. Yeah, you'll always miss that, and you always miss those glory days when you were grinding for fights, and everybody's watching you in the crowd and everything else, and it's it's on pay per view, and your name's on a poster, and people are excited to watch you or whatever. You know, it's just I don't know. I'm not even at that high level. You know, I'm just fighting on local shows right now, but yeah. Yeah. But still, there is some pressure that goes along with it. It means you're I, still, like I said, getting in a cage. They're locking the door behind you, and you're going to punch some other dude in the mouth. He's going to try to punch you in the mouth, you know? Yeah. No, I, I definitely think, like, the idea of having a a retirement plan, I guess, is really good, you know, because it's 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 future thinking, you know? It's like, okay, you have something to look forward to. If you don't have this, you have something to look forward to. Like, you're looking forward to you know, not having to be so diligent and you're looking forward to like hiking more and you're looking forward to kind of throwing yourself into something that is different and maybe, you know, pokes at different parts of your brain and being able to see things that you haven't been able to do or do things that you haven't been able to do. So I definitely think like having a retirement plan and it sounds like Nunez does. It sounds like she's really excited and looking forward to like spending time with her family. And I'm excited to see that journey too, because I mean, it's interesting to see her as a woman and I really love that she doesn't ever get, well, she, I I don't know. I haven't really watched a lot of her press conferences, but people aren't asking her like, how do you do both mom and fight you know when i think they did i would punch him in the face i think they did one time because because i i want to say either her or somebody was like why don't you ask that to the guys it, i don't you know yeah. why don't you ask that about the guys and being dad and blah 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 right you know? exactly and so and i i want to say it was her that i i might be wrong but i want to say it was her that called it out Good she was her. like, get the fuck out of here. Like, Literally. Why don't you ask this to anybody else? Yeah, it's not. So it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to watch. I really love following her Instagram. Her yeah. and her wife like just love their little girl, and it's just joy. It's so much joy. Well, she I love said it. something about going back to Brazil and seeing her family because she doesn't get to go and do that very yeah. often. So, and like... watching her watch herself on that, what was it called? The Fighty Show or the she's, fighty show the one where she sits in the middle and they play yeah i uh, um you're the fighter i think is what it was okay yeah and she <laughs> i love her attitude because it was just like all smiles the whole time yeah. she's just cracking up at like her her trash talking and she's like yeah i don't know i was really young and be saying stupid things and like i just i watching her grow as a, a human as a fighter as a woman as a Brazilian, it, it's I love her so much. Yeah, I'm she, gonna I'm gonna really miss watching her fight because she was the one who I was like, she's she is who I want to be, you know. So yeah. I'm not gonna cry because <laughs> I've cried so much. And I just I'm so excited for her, and I'm I will really miss watching her fight. But I'm yeah. really really happy for her. Now maybe if she makes a circuit, I can actually meet her. There you go. 
I would sob. I would literally be a mess. I hope maybe she'll do some seminars or something. That'd be cool. I would not be able to go. I they would security security. There's a crazy lady here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, like because like Valentina and her sister do seminars all the time, but like there's always 400 people there, and they're always like a hundred dollars a piece. So it's like, like if I wanted to do like go to one of her seminars, like. She would teach something, and it'd be me and four hundred other people there. So the 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 chance to even like get to hang out and talk to her would be very slim, you know. So it's just like, it kind of sucks. So yeah. I don't know how much fun that would be. Yeah, it would have to be like a a meet and greet, or I don't know. I'm just at a party, and one of them's there randomly. You know, all the parties we fucking go to. Yeah, obviously. I catch him at the gym one day. I don't know. You know, because we train in Brazil. Be sick. well it has been almost an hour do you have anything else you want to talk about um do you want to answer another pop trivia question yes okay i'm gonna give you three in a row are you ready shit if you get all three i will buy you more ice cream next time bet (laughs) what is the name of ricky martin's 1999 hit song Living La Vida Loca. You are correct. Blink One Eighty Two song "Damn It" featured in what of these films? In what of these films? Is there yes. multiple questions? There are. Answers? I will give those to you. So "Damn It" was featured in Trojan War, Clueless, American Pie, or Can't Hardly Wait. I'm gonna go with American Pie. No. Fuck. No ice cream for you. Which what was it? Are- what was it? <laughs> oh, it was Can't Hardly Wait. Okay. Um, which, wait, yeah, I don't know why, I'll tell you why these are confusing, but it's okay. Which band released the song Flagpole Sitta in 1998? No one looks, but no one ever does. Uh, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Didn't ask for you That's to the song. Good, um, good. I can't remember the name of the band, though. Harvey Danger. Yeah, that's right, Harvey Danger. I knew... One of those. I knew the song. I heard it the other day at work. I did not. But I forgot it was Harvey Danger. Well, now you'll remember. And that is 90s trivia for you. Good job. You did great. Thanks. I got the Backstreet Boy one. That was... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening to our bullshit. Thanks, friends. If you you guys would do us a huge favor and follow us on Instagram, share our stories, share us on Instagram, um, leave us a review. Uh, yeah, rate us on Spotify. Uh, you can rate us on iTunes. Uh, yeah, uh, Unmask the Podcast on Instagram. Um, and if for some reason you're feeling extra spicy and you want to buy one of our sponsor stuff, that also really helps the podcast, Life Boost. Uh, coffee which we do a commercial at the beginning and a place to float which is a place that we love to go and please 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 share it with your friends share it with your family so yes thank, thank you, you very guys. much Peace. you guys are awesome